0: Earth rules do not apply to space rules. I feel like in space rules, once you're done, you're done. You cut that cord, man, like you just, I feel like that's just how it's gotta be.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 446 of the Review of Life. I am Christopher Sineze.
0: I am Carson Patrick. And
1: if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we're talking about a little near-future space film. Um, and so, in, in the spirit of that, Carson... Given the opportunity, would you want to go into space?
0: Uh, uh, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. Although I did kind of relate to Jake Gyllenhaal's character in this movie about it being quiet up there.
1: (laughs) You you just like the hum Uh, of the spaceship, and you just want to hang out upstairs.
0: Being away from everyone, and yeah, I get that. But I wouldn't go to space for that. Like, that's just. You go to space and you clearly die. Like, yeah, yeah. Who, there's only few people have made it back. <laughs> like,
1: well, so, so let let me ask you this then uh, before I answer myself, uh, spinning it a little bit, would you want to do like deep sea exploration? Because I mean, essentially there's almost no difference from the standpoint of, like, how easy it is for you to die between being out in space in the vacuum of space or deep underwater in a sub in, like, the crush of the deep underwater ocean, right? Like, oh, like yeah. But basically, in both in both things, you're in a little metal box that's full of oxygen, and if anything at all goes wrong, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I'd rather go to space
0: before I go down deep-sea diving like James Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Down you don't, Ma- don't want to pull Marianne that Marianas... Marianas Trench, because like if you do that, then then you gotta drown. Yeah, which is the worst. So I'd rather just like uh, float off into space and like immediately just uh, combust, or you know,
1: <laughs> like just I think it would be a lot quicker. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like I, I I like the idea of going to space. Um, obviously, we're still. As as a as a planet of people, we're still new to this traveling in space thing, and like it, it really does seem that like, at least with a submarine, right? The submarine is built on Earth. It's made of heavy ass material. There's this there's this sense that the the vessel you're in is built out of strong, sturdy things. I feel like our spaceships they still have to be light enough to be shoved into space so they're all like you know there's always like sections of the ship that are just made of tin foil <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like like every every space movie talks about that or even each every uh documentary about space flight right there's always some section of something somewhere that is just nothing is there and it and it really feels like you sneeze wrong and you kill everybody on board your ship um, Yeah. there's also the sense that like with a submarine I assume that the thing that you're worried about is losing power when you're in the state where, like, you are in neutral buoyancy mode where you kind of just float there and, like, being stuck at the bottom and running out of air. But I feel like in space, there are so many more problems, like, if you extend past like, – like, fuel is so limited – and if you extend past the orbit, you're just kind of like kind of drift off into space. And if you get too close to the planet, you just get pulled back down and you fall and then, I guess, burn up on reentry if you don't enter it at the exact right angle. Um, right. I feel like space right now, at least, is very, very scary still. And I'm sure we're going to, the people on this planet are going to reach some point in the future where they have to go off into space and live there. But it definitely seems like space wants to kill you far more than under the water does. Um there's there's still a curious level, curious level of me wanting to go to space, but I guess I don't know that I want to be amongst the first people to be in like the the public space travel as like different companies are trying to make it more easy for normal people to just fly up and go to space. Like I feel like I don't oh, want to yeah, be in gotta the early yeah,
0: you got to let somebody else do that first. Yeah, yeah, you you,
1: you don't want to beta test commercial space flight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what you can't do in a sub though. You can't. You don't have zero G. Yeah. You can't float around. That is the like,
1: yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I, I would love to take a ride in a vomit comet, right? Like I, I want to do. I want to. Yeah. Like, like where they take up
0: people like just high enough where you can float around in the plane or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I want like, to. I, I want to pretend I'm uh, Tom Cruise and flip around and board the vomit comet as I try to uh, yeah. film my mummy scenes.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> that's I still, all I can, I still that's never listen to the tape now. of that trailer with just the screaming.
0: Oh, like I can't – That now now anytime I see the the real trailer, that's all I can hear. I can hear the, oh, oh, like I can hear all the little individual uh, people making their own noises and screaming and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean it's funny. Like I never listened to that trailer that was uploaded with the bad audio. But, like, when I'm watching the trailer, I can still somehow fade out all of the other sound effects and just hear him screaming. Like, it's, it's a weird... I know there, there's probably... Oh, he
0: does, a, he does a good scream. Yeah. Like, that's a... <laughs> I don't know if Tom Cruise has ever screamed like that before. He's never uh, been uh, really in, like, a proper horror movie. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good scream. That was, like, almost like... Like... The way he screamed, like, when I first heard that, I was like, yeah, that, like, that's exactly how I imagined it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like when you see Tom Cruise running and you're like, "Yep, yeah, that's exactly how I
1: imagined Tom Cruise to run. <laughs> Tom Cruise is like, he runs almost the same way that, uh, What's His Nuts from Terminator 2 runs. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, the T-1000. That weird, like, the upper body doesn't move, but the arms <laughs> sway and the legs <laughs> are, like, way too high of a run to be normal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because he's a he's a machine. He just does it. He has no fear. Okay.
1: Yes. Duh. Um, well, what do you say uh, uh, we we get into this review of life? All right. All right. We're gonna take a listen to the trailer for Life, and then we're gonna come back and give you guys a review. Hey guys, it's a girl.
0: Hey! Congratulations! Do you have any idea
1: who the father is? Shut up. For <laughs> well, story time. All right, let's go. Three, two, one. This is Dr. David Jordan. Our mission is to intercept a research pod from
0: Mars. 16 steps to fix a shower. I'm an astronaut, not a gym teacher.
1: (laughs) This is the first capsule ever to come back from the planet. We have visual confirmation. I see it. This could be a major scientific breakthrough.
0: Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Woo! Cue Instagram. (laughs) the first proof of life beyond Earth lowering oxygen more carbon dioxide that's oh,
1: beautiful and finally a daddy it's going to be a big custody battle over this one
0: are you going to bring the Martian back to Earth?
1: no we're going to keep it up here we're going to study it where it's safe
0: look how fast it's growing every single cell is a muscle cell and a nerve cell all muscle, one brain how smart is this thing?
1: <laughs> oh oh Ellie, 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 so I know. What's going on. These creatures wiped out Mars millions of years ago. If we let it get to Earth, we'll risk all human life. Let's kill the thing. <laughs> Good night, Moon. Good night, room. Good night, cow jumping over the moon. Good night, light and red balloon. What is the primal instinct of any life form?
0: To survive.
1: Good night, stars. We've lost all communication. Good night, air. We'll hit the atmosphere in 39 minutes. We won't survive re entry But it could night noises everywhere all right so that was the trailer for life it's set uh i'm not sure exactly what year it's supposed to be set but it's basically like present day but it's sort of got some future tech in there like weird holograms randomly um but anyways uh nasa or some organization like nasa has sent uh, a, <laughs> yeah. a satellite the non the non-copyright Mars. NASA. Because
0: <laughs> they had they had NASA on their on their suits, but it wasn't the actual logo. Yeah. So yeah. they
1: wouldn't get sued. <laughs> um, well anyway, so like they, they basically sent a satellite and I guess a rover that came off the satellite that went down to the surface of Mars and took dirt samples and stuff. And now it's basically been coming back after a long time in space and uh, the crew up on the International Space Station or whatever untrademarked version of that they're in, um, they collect the satellite as it's, like, hurling back towards Earth, and uh, lo and behold, they find a single-celled organism in the dirt samples that they have pulled back from Mars. Um, In an attempt to study it, they sort of reanimate it, and uh, things start to go poorly for the crew as this... uh, life that they found from the universe begins to run amok on the ship. So
0: that's the, that was me doing an impression of the score. Okay. <laughs> the, the title, the title card comes up and it's like, like the loudest ass horns
1: you've ever heard in your life. I, I couldn't tell if that was an impression of the score or if you were trying to use the, uh, the low <laughs> suction toilet on, on board the ship. Yeah, it probably sounds
0: like I'm trying to take a shit or something. Um, I was trying to make it so the levels wouldn't go crazy. Gotcha. But yeah.
1: Well, speaking of going <clears throat> crazy, what did you what did you think of this film?
0: <clears throat> well, um, I guess it's it's always a plus anytime we get to review the latest movie from Daniel Espinoza because. <laughs> It gives me an opportunity to just give Chris more grief for liking Safe House.
1: <laughs> hey, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with Safe House. <laughs> so, um,
0: yes. Yeah, I, I think Safe Life could have used some more Tobin Frost. <laughs> um, but, you know what? I liked, I think Life is a great HBO movie. Um, <laughs> um, I think the first 20 minutes of Life are really great. Um, and then the once the first character dies in this movie uh goes a little downhill, actually a lot downhill um but then it redeems itself, and I'm just gonna give a generalized uh minute uh because I don't wanna get too specific, but I'd say it redeems itself within the last five minutes so I would say the the last five minutes and the first twenty minutes of this movie are great the mid the middle is very boring and pretty generic uh, space movie alien knockoff, um, which is, I mean, yeah, like, I just wish, I just wish, uh, I just wish the, the the middle had been more like the beginning. Um, and it's weird because, you know, it was written by the guys who wrote Deadpool and Zombieland, and I think that they have a really great eye for, like, flipping... Um, you know certain genres on their head and stuff, and I feel like they're kind of doing that in the beginning, especially with Ryan Reynolds' character. He's uh, he's basically playing Ryan Reynolds in space, um, <laughs> you know, being be, yeah, yeah, yeah. be very snarky and yeah, um, and and after and and it's weird how. Uh, it's weird how Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of, like, just in the background for that first 20 minutes. You're like, oh, yeah, like, he, like, pops his head in and is like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, yeah, he's in this, too. Yeah. Um, but, but obviously he's,
1: he's also kind of trying to act in a different movie. Like, he's yeah, tra- he's trying he's to be in, like, that indie psychological thriller that he's been, like... <laughs> Like you know, he's like trying to be the very quiet, reserved person who's like, I just kind of like it up here in space, and I want to stay here. Yeah, he was
0: definitely be. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and I feel like that is the movie it becomes in the midsection. Yeah. Um, and I and I kind of wanted like everyone to be more like an even playing field in terms of like I basically just wanted everyone to be the level or have some level of sass that Ryan Reynolds had. To to basically make it like a basically make it like a Shane Black movie where everyone is just kind of given their quips. I mean, I I, you know don't get me wrong, it's not boring. Although some of it it gets a little tedious. I I feel like that that score though, I I really like that score, and it's almost it's almost so loud on purpose to just drown out the mediocrity. Like it it gets like, and, uh, and I think it definitely helped that like the. The theater I was in, the sound was, like, really loud for some reason. Like, it wasn't anything, any kind of special, you know, uh, kind of sound thing. It, I guess it was just... Maybe it was because during the previews, the the sound was literally off. Like, the previews were playing, and there was no sound, and someone went out. And then they when they turned it on, it was like... Brrr, like, it was so loud. It was almost like they turned it on extra loud to be like, we're sorry. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, it was... It was very loud. Um, but yeah, that's that's really all that it is. Like, I, I don't think it's uh, bad. I thought it was uh, definitely a watchable movie. Uh, I don't know if, like I said, if it's worth going out to the theaters. But um, yeah, I, the, the the last five minutes almost completely redeems the whole thing. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> like to the level, it's almost like, it's almost akin to, to the ending of Crank
1: 2. Like, it's almost that type of an ending. So, but, I mean, so so the weird thing for me about that is I, I feel like, I feel like the film from the moment that uh, that the the trailer scene where the one guy, the thing grabs the guy's hand, like, from that moment yeah. on, I feel like this is the same movie. So it's weird to me that, like, the the level of insanity at the end it feels like a gradual progression for me and it and it's kind of weird that like you praise that bonkers stuff but d- not the not the in between thing
0: yeah well i guess i just wasn't expecting it to go that way like to really go all in gotcha. um cuz we're just not used to that um so i was like okay like i'm i'm glad they went that way maybe because I, I, I feel like all that stuff in the middle where uh, the alien gets loose and is doing its thing uh, I mean that that stuff becomes pretty standard like uh sci-fi horror movie kind of stuff um and it was kind of missing that that like extra ingredient to like make it a little bit different from all the other uh alien knockoffs that have that we've gotten you know and stuff and and i think that it also didn't help that like all of the dialogue at least uh, in that especially in later on is just all people talking like you know tech
1: jargon it's uh, it's it's really the the worst tech jargon too like it's (laughs) it's so bad like i i almost have like my, 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 I think, I think the, the, oh shit, we're stuck in one location with a creature that's trying to kill us part of this film is fine. Like I, like it's not particularly yeah, great, no, that's, but that's it, fine. it's totally yeah. adequate and fine. But I think the writing in this in general is just horrendous. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, which is
0: weird because those two guys are, like I said, are usually uh, pretty good about kind of flipping this stuff on its head
1: yeah but it's weird like the way they try to explain what they're doing when they don't have to right like they're failing at the tech jargon but they're going out of their way to say tech jargon when there's no like no one's asking them to right nobody has to do it like so nobody needs to explain i'm doing this or i'm adding this like they could skip all that by and just like do the bare minimum minimum like with 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 what's going on and it would accelerate the story because we care like as watchers of the film we don't really care about the scientific discovery of what they're doing we just care about the fact that this thing is now loose on the ship and 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 what are they going to do right like that's that's the thing that we really really care about and i think that aspect of things is is adequate enough to carry this film as an enjoyable watch
0: yeah, I mean, like, that, I think, yeah, there's a lot of, like, really on-the-nose things where, like, characters are explaining what's happening when they don't need to. Um, and that is what gets annoying. Um, and also, Jake Gyllenhaal has a realization at one point because he reads Goodnight Moon, <laughs> which, <laughs> sounds, which sounds funny, but it's not. You're just like, come no, on, I, I'm hurry just la- up.
1: I'm just laughing because, like, literally... I, it, it was weird, like, f- f- several moments before then, I was like, couldn't they just do this? And, like, he wouldn't do it, and then he starts reading the book, and he's like, good night, <laughs> air. He had air. to have the realization. What about the air? And it's like, yeah, yeah. no shit, dude.
0: <laughs> dude, aren't you supposed to be, like, a doctor? Like, aren't you supposed to be smart? Come on. Oh. Come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty silly, as but not in a good way. Like, and also the... The uh, the creature, the alien, just looked like some leftover
1: monster from Pacific Rim or something. I mean, I I I, what I like about what they did with the creature is that they went for this like little octopus type thing right like whenever you watch like nature videos of octopuses they always move and do weird things that is it's already creepy as hell right like you can totally see i mean there's even like a giant octopus in kong skull island right and like you can see how threatening it is to have a creature that is so much more like nimble than you are and can like squeeze through little things like you ever see like the the videos of an octopus in an aquarium escaping through like a little tube in the side and then it's like making its way out right and you're like how how does a creature move like this So like the idea of an alien who apparently hasn't like imagine an octopus that was like super super ripped (laughs) right
0: yeah
1: he's (laughs) He's very muscly and when he consumes
0: flesh he gets more muscly yeah yeah
1: yeah (laughs) i i think really that idea was sort of the most interesting thing about the film for me is like the idea that like this thing was already terrifying when it was small and it's just getting bigger the it's like most of the time when there's a thing like you know like uh Freddy Krueger doesn't get stronger with every kid that he kills right <laughs> so yeah. everybody is running away from the same Freddy Krueger so but like in this story we're in a scenario in which like any it's it's not there's there's like there's like three main issues that the crew has to overcome one issue is they just don't want to die period the second issue is that if they die this creature gets stronger so it's not just about living it's about making sure nobody else dies either because then the then then the creature becomes like an in, in, in even crazier adversary and the last thing is that like they're currently in orbit around the earth and if, like, they're starting to learn that this thing is pretty strong and there's a fear that maybe it could survive reentry if, like, even if they, like, tried to throw it, um, like, I, I, if, they, if, they, if they were to try to eject it out of the ship and then hope that it dies in the atmosphere, there's a chance that it could not die in the atmosphere, right? So there's always yeah. this, like, fear of, like, we, we we don't know what's going on. This thing's trying to kill us and that thing is really deadly and we worry about what could happen if this thing ever got to the to planet surface and then that kind of makes it um it, it, it's like taking uh, it's it's taking like the ending to apollo 18 and, oh, and man. like making I a, about that and then making a much better film about it right
0: <laughs> yeah 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 a lot lot more budget here yeah um but I kind of wanted... I wanted more of, like... Because it, it is, like, a, a weird alien octopus. And I was hoping to get more of, like, the fact that, you know, octopuses can squeeze through tight spaces. Yeah. Now, I, I understand that, like, the, the the way... Obviously, they couldn't have this alien burst out of someone's chest. Because then people would just be like, fucking alien. This is stupid. Yeah. Um, but... The I was expecting the, it to at least like crawl out of someone's orifice like an octopus <laughs> through a small hole, like come out of someone's nose or ear or or butt. I don't know, but something like that. Um, but because like I was kind of disappointed on the kill front because the the kills aren't really as as insane as they could have been. It's really just kind of like, well, like shrug, shoulder shrug kind of thing.
1: I mean um, but you have to give it credit for making the film at least be rated R and oh, yeah, having yeah. like copious amounts of blood and stuff like that.
0: I mean yeah, there's definitely there's definitely blood and stuff. It just wasn't as for being an R-rated movie, it wasn't as gory as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um but uh I mean I guess it's good that they do drop the F bomb a lot because it is kind of stupid in these space movies. Where people are just like, you know, get to the, get that freaking thing off. It's like no one in their mind in in life or ever in that situation would be like, it would just be all like, what the fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck. Like, and like, it, and then there's like a, there's a scene in this movie where everyone is just shouting fuck because they're just don't know what to do yeah. and are scared and whatever. Um. So yeah, I mean, like I appreciated the fact that they didn't make it like some PG-13 kind of deal um and i think that obviously that is also in line with the the ending um, and like it almost like i said i said crank two because it felt like a it almost felt like a middle finger ending uh just for certain things that <laughs> jake gyllenhaal says and stuff about earth i don't know it's just uh <laughs> it was very uh, like oh okay like but I don't know, like just I, I wish the, the, the stuff in between was a lot stronger. Um but I did like the, the opening scene it was the big the big oneer the big one take. Uh that was pretty cool. Um I think I think Daniel Espinoza had to had to limit himself on the shaky jiggly cam because it was in space. Like it had to be it was in this tight quarters.
1: Well, i assume there's like, a lot of motion control rigs involved in like all yeah, the like wire he, hanging and crap that people have to do to make these shots.
0: Yeah, he couldn't go ham on all the shaky cam shit. Yeah. So that was it was almost like the he it was forcing him to shoot a movie properly. Yeah. So that was that was nice. It wasn't all <laughs> It wasn't like the Power Rangers movie. Let me tell you that. It looks like they had strapped cameras to jackhammers. It was so bad. Um <laughs> So yeah, that was—I mean—that was appreciated at least. Um, there was something else
1: that I remembered, but now I can't. I don't know. All right. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we we've been talking about it, but I I think I think this film is sort of like it's it's a it's a it's an adequately fun watch, um, but there are a lot of stupid things. Like there there is. There's this whole, uh, we'll call it a mechanic in the film, this idea of firewalls, right? A series of these protections that... Oh, uh, yeah. One, I didn't if, even
0: get that. Like, it, until <laughs> she was uh, talking to the girl from um, Rogue Nation was talking about it. And I was just like... What? Like, when did she explain that? Like,
1: what? yeah, yeah, like, like it, 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 right it's, over my head. It's it's really a series of like fallbacks and contingencies. Um, but like, so they they call it, they they refer to these things as, as firewalls. And like, for instance, uh, you know, the first firewall is like if if the box fails, then the room is sealed off, right? And then the next thing is like, well, if the room is like infiltrated, then we try to do this. And then if something is bigger than like, there's just these series of fallbacks that are if. If the, the creature – and I just triggered Siri um, – if the creature um, breaks out of one containment, there is some other contingency to deal with that fact. Like all this leads back to what if this life form we – what if the satellite that came back from Mars contains some sort of life – And that life is harmful for to us. How do we deal with it? How is the last firewall not nukes, right? Like I don't, I don't understand why there's never a scene where Planet Earth goes like, "Is there some shit going down up there? Let's just nuke the fuck out of it." Because like the the idea is that this existence of this life is such a a like important proof of life in the in the galaxy that. that like it, we're, we're constantly broadcasting with the space station down to planet Earth. A a group of elementary school students, their school wins the raffle, and the school as a whole gets to pick a name for the alien creature. So like, mm-hmm. it's definitely not like, oh, we name the alien creature, and then nobody gets suspicious when nobody from the space station is talking anymore, right? Like like it, it's yeah. it's clear that even if communication can never be reestablished. There should be a quote firewall in place that says, like, you know, we haven't talked to them up there for like the last five days. Do we think something bad happened? Maybe, maybe we should just nuke the space station out of the sky. Um,
0: Well, there is a, there is like a failsafe plan that she explains, but it's, it's, it's easily rendered like useless.
1: It's, it's basically, it's just stupid.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's very much like, Oh, well, that is dumb.
1: Yeah. But, but, uh, but, 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 but as I said, like, th- there is something fun to it's, it's like it, on the one level, this film is splice in space, right? Just not as good. <laughs> but, like, well, it's, it's
0: also, yeah.
1: It's the same thing. It's like we have life, it's this little creature. Aw, oh, isn't it cute and fun? Oh wait, it's suddenly not cute and fun. Oh shit, run for your life! Right, like that. <laughs> and then Ryan Reynolds
0: has sex with
1: it <laughs> inside you. Um, but yes, like it, it's 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 a silly dumb film, and I think it's it, it 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 can definitely be dumber than it is silly. But I think the silly parts are kind of fun, and you do have that like. You do have that amped up uh, uh, adrenaline in moments where like the thing is flying at them and they're trying to shut corridors or like, you know, the moments where they're trying to close things that it could possibly get through and stuff like that. Like there's plenty of times in this film to have fun with and enjoy. It's just not anything that is going to be as memorable. You know, The, the creature stuff is not. The story of the creature is not as good as Splice. The space stuff is not as good as Sunshine. Like there's all these other films that are like the really good version of this tale, um, and this is sort of like this mishmash of of the least cool parts of those stories in something that is fairly competent, right?
0: Yeah, like I think I think uh, I think I think Sunshine is like the best. Modern sci-fi, like you know, horror horror space movie, like that's the best like um recent like post Alien, you know, knockoff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: it's it, it's great. I mean, I even love the craziness that turns a lot of people off towards the end of yeah, the. Film. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I remember when that when they said that, and I was like, whatever. Like, I remember going to see it in theaters and being like, I who cares? Like, it was cool yeah um but yeah like um and then the same guy was in this movie too the the uh
1: yeah the the, the asian guy
0: yeah yeah he was the it was the same guy um but yeah like that i kept thinking of sunshine because that probably is the most recent sci-fi movie to to at least not fall under like and do its own thing like in a total totally complete way yeah um but yeah, there's just not enough to separate it out from from the rest. Like I f- I feel like the the kind of bookends of this movie do, but then that middle part is not, and there's just not enough to like really sustain it and set it
1: apart. So yeah, and and I think too for like if we keep comparing it to, to Sunshine, in Sunshine there there's a limited crew, they're on a very specific mission, and the entire like the 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 viability of the planet as a whole. Is hinges on their mission, right? If they cannot make it all the way to the sun and set off this nuclear payload, then the whole planet's going to die soon. Um, in this story, it's a similar thing. It's a, it's a small crew stuck in a station. They have to carry out this mission, which is don't let this thing onto the planet. Because if it's onto the planet, there's potential for worldwide catastrophic events, right? In theory, um, but in in Sunshine, there's a lot of moments where it's like characters deciding who lives and who dies. And them having to make decisions based on the fact that, like, okay, well, Killian Murphy is the guy who knows how to deploy the payload once we get there. So, no matter what, if there's one suit left, we have to give it to him. Like sc- scenarios like that were like, that sort of is. In this film, they try to do moments the same way, but everybody sort of just agrees and there's not an argument, right? Like, like someone's like, "Well, you're the pilot, I guess I'm going outside, right?" Like, it, it just everybody is trying to one up each other in the least one-upsy way, like, like who has to spacewalk? Well, I I'm a plumber, so I'll go in here and do this.
0: <laughs> well, it's all like
1: really dumb decisions too. Like,
0: there's a there's a scene where a character is trying to get back inside, and Jake Gyllenhaal is trying to let this person in, and it's clearly, this person's clearly a goner, and it's just like, (laughs) no, bro, what are you doing? Just let that, it's like, it's done, like, cut that cord. Like, no.
1: (laughs) I feel like you almost just said, let that bitch die. No. (laughs) I didn't mean to. (laughs) You were like, I mean, just let, I mean, uh, nothing. (laughs)
0: trying not to give away the gender of the character, um, <laughs> but yeah, like stuff like that. Where you're just like, "No, like don't do that." Like this, I know that you're trying to like be, you know, humane and, and save this person, but it's it's just done. Like you can't, like Earth rules do not apply to space rules. I feel like in space rules, once you're done, you're done. You cut that cord, man. Like you just. It's, I feel like that's just how it's gotta be.
1: I, I, I will say though, I will say, and this is, this is gonna be spoilery. So if you're really worried about spoilers for this film, just chuck out for the next thirty seconds or so. But there is something incredibly terrifying about drowning in space. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: that was pretty bad. <laughs> like,
1: you like drowning while you're in a spacesuit. In space, yeah, that's, is that's like probably... that's like the worst way to go. I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, while an alien creature
1: is basically raping you. <laughs> I mean, forget the alien creature. Just, just yeah, just the sheer fact that like we, we were talking before the episode started uh, or at the beginning of the episode about yeah, like, that would be, space yeah, yeah, I totally and underwater about that. and like this is both those things yeah, trying to kill both. you at once.
0: I mean, I wasn't gonna give it away right up front, but yes, yeah. This is this is the double whammy. I feel like <laughs> if I was that girl, I would just like, I would try to like punch a hole in my spacesuit so I could just immediately, like,
1: yeah, yeah. I would, I would just undo
0: the mask. <laughs> just, yeah, like, undo the mask. Out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just thinking, you know, punching the spacesuit in movie terms would be a lot more dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what they're trying to do in this movie. They're trying to create conflict and drama but then characters just end up coming off stupid yeah because like they're trying to do the thing you know she's trying to open the hatch you know with him and they're trying to create this suspense and this like oh no is she gonna make it and it's really just all like no like just (laughs) that whole scene i was like let her
1: go what, what what would he do if they got that door open <laughs> like yeah what, exactly what's his plan?
0: it's like she's half
1: dead from drowning in that cooling fluid
0: and there's an alien on her like this is stupid
1: <laughs> no i think i think we exceeded the 60 seconds <laughs> warning <laughs> uh, it's just going to be one long <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be like the elevator music the, like please stand by like <laughs> I mean that Uh. doesn't even
0: (laughs) We didn't spoil the real thing That apparently was spoiled for you On Facebook (laughs) Uh. Yeah Which I still think is pretty easy to figure out But you know No
1: I mean it's easy to figure out But it's not easy to figure out That that happens like in the first Yeah 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 Good time. Oh, well. But anyways, <laughs> do you have any uh, last thoughts about this film before we get into our verdicts? Mm, no. All right. Well, uh, Carson, if you're going to give this a must-see, a reckon of the caveat, a wait for rental, a pass of the caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it?
0: I'm going to give it a, a wait for rental. I think if you wait and see this on HBO or pay, like, Three ninety nine to rent it on iTunes or something.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, that's probably the way to go. Because <laughs> I like, it's not bad. Like, it's not a terrible
1: movie. Yeah, it's yeah, just got, it's just not yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it's just not as good as it could have been. Yeah, like if if this was if this was one episode in the Expanse, <laughs> then, <laughs> then I would not care at all.
0: Yes, I will agree. From what I've heard of that show,
1: <laughs> which the show, by the way, is great. Everybody should be watching I, the Expanse. That's
0: what I've heard. That's really good. But there's just like there's too many shows.
1: Yeah, this would be like this would be like the uh, the TV movie in between like the third and fourth season of the Expanse uh, when it eventually gets there, or like mm. the 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 TV movie that you didn't actually know existed until you're rewatching the show on. Uh, Netflix which is how I found that like movie they have in the middle of Battlestar Galactica oh but yeah so uh for me I will also give it and wait for a rental um yeah I mean this, this is like the type of film that you just put on and watch a silly thing where a bunch of people are gonna die from a crazy <laughs> space octopus <laughs> yeah and I you know I have I half expected this film should have like a a, a post credit scene. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, everyone thought it was the the Venom spinoff. Remember? <laughs> oh, is that what people were saying online?
0: <laughs> yeah, the someone someone on Reddit had like a crazy fan theory that this was the setup for the Venom spinoff because they had reused. I guess in one of the trailers, I never watched it. But oh, the,
1: yeah, it's like the shot of no, no.
0: No, they – yeah, they used a crowd shot from Spider-Man 3.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've heard of this. But, like, I'm trying to think of what shot that is in the movie.
0: Yeah, I don't – it wasn't even in the movie. Yeah. But apparently it's in the trailer. Yeah. um, And somebody, like, did a side-by-side, you know, and was like, oh, my God. And then I guess, you know, the – The dumb thing about
1: that, though, is if you look at the side-by-side shots, it's the same crowd, but it's a different take. Like, the people are standing in a different configuration. Because I remember looking at that article online, too – And I feel like that is just a studio is like, you know, what we're going to get like 50 crowd shots that we can use in any movie for the next several years.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, it makes sense, too, since both movies are uh, Sony movies. They just they're like, oh, let's go grab some footage that we have lying around, you know, crowd
1: footage and throw that in there. I'm just, um, I'm just surprised we didn't find out late in the game that this is another film set in the Cloverfield universe. Yeah,
0: no, it's funny because um, I was like, they could have easily made this a Venom spinoff. Like, they could have very easily done that if they wanted to. Well,
1: it, but it, would, the, it wouldn't really make sense why, like, the thing tries to eat humans on the space station, but then when if it were to get to Earth, it would just turn into a, a an evil villain suit. <laughs> right? Yeah. But
0: it's funny because the... And I don't know if this is insider information or not, but the, so the, the next, the next supposed Cloverfield spinoff, God Particle, or is what it, what it was called, yeah. um, that got pushed back to October, like that, um, apparently is like almost identical to life because, oh, really? because Sky, uh, Skydance productions who produced life Um, usually works with Paramount and they pass on life because they're like oh it's too close to God Particle which was already in production so they they took life over to Sony Um, so we might have a situation we might have a situation where God Particle or whatever it ends up being called uh, 10 Cloverfield God Particle Lane or something I don't know (laughs) Um, like whatever that ends up being called (laughs) <laughs> yeah, whatever that ends up being called, uh, it could be
1: could be very, very similar. I don't know. That is interesting though. like that, that makes total sense because like, towards the end of this film, like I, I all I could think was like, if this turns out to be like the lead into yeah. some <laughs> creature that Godzilla is gonna fight in a few <laughs> movies or something. Like, it
0: so. would be hilarious. It would be hilarious if if God particle or whatever had the like exact same ending. Oh, it'd be, it's going to be interesting.
1: <laughs> well, we'll find out, I guess. But, yes. Um, yeah, so uh, this is our review of Life. Uh, life, parentheses, 2017, as the film is officially called.
0: <laughs> yes, it's not the movie with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence from back in the day. <laughs> it's not that Life.
1: Um but this, this, this film could have used some Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence.
0: Yeah, it could have used some more humor after uh, some other humor died.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that?
0: Uh, you can find me in space, I guess, working out, reading Goodnight Moon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> people can find me over at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL you can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show if you want to know when the episodes go live you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us at Facebook.com slash warning. I don't know why that suddenly got hard for me um, let's see if you want to get a hold of us directly That's you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com or you can leave us or, or you can use the contact form on our site to get a hold of us Uh, Music for this episode will be the sound of Carson trying to push one out on the toilet. (laughs) Um, So hopefully you're enjoying that playing underneath us right now. Uh, Yeah, that has been this episode. Thank you for joining me, Carson. You are very welcome. And uh, everyone listening, don't forget your firewalls. Later.